0: It's the Real Roots Radio podcast. On-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Tyler Fairburn and Chubby Howard always have fun on the Chubby Howard Show every Saturday. And you never know who's going to drop by or give them a call. I've got a gentleman on the phone. Uh, And he is, he is a real gentleman. He's an idol of mine, and I know uh, he's a hero to myself and a lot of musicians out there. He's a great friend, a great mentor, a great teacher, and all-around great person. Please welcome on in here to the Chubby Howard Show, Joey the Cow Polka King Mesculine. Well, Tyler, good
1: afternoon to you and, and Chubby and, and all of your listeners. It's a pleasure to be on the air with you. And, hey, you know, I know that last band. I think they're vaguely familiar to <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> they should be. They should be. Well, Joey, it's great to hear from you, and it's great to have you in here on the airwaves today. I think uh, the last time that uh, you and I was uh, was together and was able to talk, I think it was back in, uh, I want to say, I think it was around August when we were out at Yarnick's Farm in Pennsylvania you're right you're
1: absolutely you know we're, uh, we're going to be out there again this year sometime if uh, everything opens up uh i think it's also going to be in August again and uh i don't know if i'll be playing yet because i've, I've been having some uh, some Tune-ups, as you would say, you take your car in for the 100,000-mile tune-up, and then it's good for another 100,000 miles. Well, i am doing the same thing with my shoulder and <laughs> doing some operations. But they assure me that when I'm done with all that stuff, I'll be, I'll be good, you know. I mean, you get new tires, a new carburetor, a new oil change and everything. I'll be as good as you
0: <laughs> a transmission flash. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly, yeah.
0: Well, Joey, it's great, and uh, I'm, I'm really hoping that uh, Yarnix uh, will be able – to have uh, their event out there this year. Since we're talking about Yarnick's, uh, for those of our listeners that uh, don't know about uh, the location we're talking about, tell us a little bit about uh, Yarnick's farm out there in Pennsylvania.
1: Yarnick's farm is really great. He's, uh, Danny and Lynette Yarnick and their son, Joey, have a huge, huge farm. And they supply many restaurants uh, with fresh, fresh uh, produce and also like Amish beef. And uh, it's in uh, Indiana, Pennsylvania, which is, uh, incidentally, where my father-in-law came from, and also another accordion player. You know him, Jimmy Stewart, the famous actor, came from Indiana, Pennsylvania. And uh, he was an accordion player. Actually, he played accordion in one of his movies. And uh, very briefly, but he could play, and that's what he did when he was younger. And Yannis have a wonderful market, and uh, I think they're going to start to be open through the curbside service right now the freshest and most wonderful tasting produce and beef anywhere in the country they're just wonderful wonderful people and they have a big corn festival sweet corn festival every year in august and uh, it's amazing you you have never i think you can say this too tyler you can attest to this you've never tasted better corn anywhere in your life than you will at Garnix.
0: that's right and some of the greatest entertainers of all time are there as well during the festival We've got uh, Joey is there, and uh, Jeff Wynard, and uh, is, is Walter Osternak on the lineup for this year?
1: I bet you Walter will be there. Jeff pecan's going to be there, in his group, and uh, Johnny Pecan. Uh, you know, and these are all people that are really dear friends of Yarnix. Um, also, uh, for the people in that area, right around Indiana, there was a band, the Race Kavinsky Band, and all of his kids, they're all grown now, they all play. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, Kim Skavinsky is a wonderful drummer. Terry Skavinsky plays great bass. Gary plays banjo. Kenny plays drums. Just, just and plays as well. It's, uh, it's fantastic. And they all show up, and we play for Danny and for the people. And it's really like an old home day. You know, people come from all over. People that I, when I started going to Danny's to play, some of those people I hadn't seen for ten or twenty years. Since I was on the road with Yankee. And that's maybe 20 years ago that I started going there. And the people show up and see each other, and uh, it's just a, a grand time with great corn and. Kurogies and, and sausage and everything—it's—it's a—it's wonderful. And I hope to see you there again this year.
0: Hey, I, if if they are going to have the festival, I will be there for sure. And this year, great. I know, I know. Last year, you know, you were having some trouble with your shoulder. Uh, this year, if you're playing, buddy, I want to get up there and play one with you. Uh,
1: I would love that, Tyler, so much. Absolutely. You know, last year you guys played; it was it was great. And and let's not forget our good friend who shows up there all the time is the uh, is the uh, Frank Smith.
0: Oh, yes. Frank Svet and his wife, Marilyn, uh, they're quote-unquote quarantined right now down there on the beach yeah. in uh, Clearwater. And I talked to Frank yesterday, and he said, gee, what a place to be stuck at.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, we were in Florida. We, we spent uh, a week uh, down in Florida at Fort Myers Beach right before this all happened. Maybe our timings could
0: have been a little bit later, so we could have been quarantined. Out there uh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, Joey, I saw a picture the other day. Your daughter, yes. uh, Katie, she is yes. a uh, RN there at a, a local hospital up there. Actually,
1: she's, she's a nurse practitioner. Nurse she's practitioner,
0: too. I'm sorry. Right.
1: Right under a doctor, right
0: all oh, right well uh, i know with all the uh the covid uh, 19 things going on right now what some of the challenges they may be facing up there you know there's a lot of folks that say that uh there's you know they're running out of masks they're running out of gloves they are you know yeah. different things yeah. is is katie running into any of those uh, problems up that way she is not in her position in the
1: hospital uh, although some of the hospitals are but they're starting to get new supplies in and good supplies although i've, I've read that you know there have been some things that have been intercepted there were 2,000 masks that came from uh, a country i won't mention that uh, that were uh, not right they were they were phony masks and uh, they had to destroy all those yeah. things but uh, things are happening a lot better and, and for the people that are listening gosh you know a lot of folks say well this is the, this is not right the government should make us stay in our houses and stuff i've personally had a number of dear friends Die of this coronavirus. And one of them was John Prine. Yes. World renowned. Another one who had it was Ray Benson from Asleep at the Wheel. Uh, And and Ray didn't die, John did. But other people in Europe, good friends of mine, passed away because of this thing. So it's real. It is absolutely real. It is. People should, when they go out, when you go to the store, go to Walmart, you go to Home Depot or these places, just do everyone, do your family a favor. If not for yourself, do it for your family. Put a mask
0: on. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it, it really, it's it's hit close to home for a lot of us, uh, like you said, for John Pry and also our friend uh, Joe Diffie, you know. Uh,
1: oh, absolutely. Joe was the first one, which we, we couldn't believe. I mean, it seems like yesterday, it probably was only about six, seven months ago, when I saw Joe at the, at the Opry. And yeah. If anyone saw him in person, he looked like the most healthy, big, strapping guy you'd
0: ever meet. Exactly. So it. Exactly. It was
1: amazing. Yeah? I know, yeah. chubby.
0: Chubby and I got to visit with uh, Joe Diffie. It was last summer, last August. Oh, uh, he was yeah. down here at Caesar Ford Summerfest in uh, Greene County, and we got to visit with him. Talk about a nice guy. I, that was the first, oh, the, first time I ever got to meet him, and such a gentleman, or such a great guy. You know,
1: and, and as far as being a country entertainer. There's a lot of them that come and go, but Joe was the real deal. He was the real deal. He he lived it, he sang it, and he was he was just a great,
0: great guy. And he had such an iconic voice. When you heard one yeah. of his songs uh, played over the airwaves, you knew automatically that was Joe Diffie singing that song.
1: Absolutely. I and mean, you know what? Uh, there are so many things now that can make the singer sound really good at a recording studio. I'll say this, Joe... It's the throwback to Marty Robbins and to uh, all the great great entertainers because in person he sounded exactly like he sounded on the records there was no trickery with him at all I mean it was
0: Right on the money. He was, as I said, the real deal. He was. When when we went and, and uh, saw the concert that night, uh, you're right. He sounded just like the records. I mean, it, it was yep. per, it was perfect. It was absolutely, yep. absolutely perfect. Now, Joey, you what bet. what was it like working with uh, John Prine and uh, Cowboy Jack Clements uh, on all the years that you've worked with all these people?
1: Several with with John. Uh, John was, uh, you know, John and I came from a uh, Chicago area. And uh, he was from uh, Maywood, which is not far from where I was raised. I, I lived in Chicago in 1967. And John lived Chicago, uh, I, I guess, maybe a little bit before that. But uh, John was such a sweet man. He was a kind soul. He was happy. He he was in a great mood. You know, he underwent a lot of problems with, uh, with cancer. It took part of his jaw and took his salivary glands and uh, changed his voice a little bit. And People still came to hear him. His songwriting was incredible, absolutely incredible. And as far as a a great guy, a great friend, great musician, a great entertainer, that was John Prine. And working with Cowboy, the good thing about Cowboy is, uh, good lord, I I started being flown down there for sessions in 1986. Check it, so many friends. I mean, you never knew who was gonna pop into the studio or, or into his office. Whalen Jennings, I Emmy mean, Lou Harris, Glenn Campbell, uh, Johnny Cash, of course, who did a lot of records for Johnny Cash. But it was just a wonderful time because it was a very friendship based sort of uh, working atmosphere. Everyone just gathered around Jack. He was like the you know, he was like he used to say, too. He said, you know, you people are all my elves. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like I'm sitting in the throne, and you people are all my elves. And uh, and it was like that, too, because everybody loved Cowboys so much. He was uh, amazing. In my home, of course, if you walk out of Jack's back door, across his lawn, you would walk into my lawn and into my back door. So we, we both had to together together. Jay and I had almost three and a half acres in uh, right in Nashville. and uh, the whole time we were there and we were just absolutely close. my kids called him Uncle Cowboy. you know, uh, just what can I say about about? I mean he a lot of folks, Tyler, you must admit, have forgotten all the things that Jeff did. And fortunately, for everyone after Cowboy had passed, so many articles were written about him and they reaffirmed all that he had done in music, the people that he had introduced. He, he found Jerry Lee Lewis. Wow. And when Jerry Lee Lewis came into Sun Studios, uh, Miriam, who was the uh, secretary, sent Jerry back to to Jack. Sam Phillips was not there at that time. And so he said, I'd like to play a song on the piano for you. See, he played a country song. And the cowboy said, Mr. Lewis, there's a lot of country singers already. If you want to be a hit maker, you've got to play rock and roll. Come back when you can do that. And that's exactly what happened. And wow. Jack was the engineer on great balls of fire and a whole lot of shaping
0: going on, you know. Wow, that is amazing, amazing history right there. You bet and when you two you two <laughs> Jack shows up at my front at my back door one
1: day and he says, Joey, he said, you two called up, I has and he wants you to arrange the horns for a session they're going to do Memphis for the Memphis Horns and wanted you play three organ on it and I said okay I said give me a couple records of theirs you know I truly didn't know who they were at that time that's back in like 1987 80, early 88 so Jack just gave me three albums and I figured I listen to hear how the horns worked with that group there weren't any horns <laughs> and all it <there> was <laughs> up for me to go with. they wanted to use horns because they were in Memphis and the first time they were going to use horns so anyhow, we went there, it was phenomenal, YouTube was great, and they, they of course, uh, as a lot of people in Europe, know more about country music than most people do in this country. Uh, Johnny Cash, he's me the greatest place that he ever played was, it was in Europe, the greatest places, because they would come up and say, "God, I know when you first recorded that, it was at so and so studio, it was using these musicians. Uh, it was uh, Wednesday in March, You know all this stuff. They knew everything about it. Here, we, we have so much, uh, and they were so accessible, and so many records were on the radio that a lot of people didn't take time really to study, but over there, they're, they're amazing. And, and you too, the whole gang, I mean, they thought Jack was, uh, as, as they should have, they thought he was such an innovator, such a legend, you know,
0: just great. Yeah, a lot of great history there, Joey, and, uh, you know, he's talking about... Uh, Uh, John Prine, a friend of mine here Daniel Mullins uh, has a show on through the week here at uh, the Uh station and he uh, introduced me to an album I I didn't know that uh, you were on this one here until uh, Daniel uh, played a song from it Uh, the song was uh, Don't Be Ashamed of Your Age and it's the uh, John Prine and uh, Mac Wiseman uh, Standard Songs for Average People album and uh, I I heard him playing this song I think last week and this accordion player, and I, I heard this accordion player, and I says, wait a minute, I know exactly who that is.
1: <laughs> and how about the two legends they got together, really totally different styles of music, but it worked because they took it on of friendship. They wanted to do it, you know, and uh, I was surprised. When they called me up this, and uh, John said, Mac and I are going to record an album, and I went, Mac who? He said, Mac Wiseman." I said, are you kidding? That's a great idea. And, and it truly really was. Now they're both gone, you know?
0: Yeah, well, it was a great album that they put together, and uh, you can tell that uh, everybody that uh, had a hand in it here on on making that great music, uh, sure enjoyed what they were doing and had oh, yeah. and had a great time. Now I played uh, uh, one of your songs the other day, and the fiddle player, uh, if you might remember his name, it was that uh, song, uh, "Old Buttermilk Sky" that you recorded with Crystal oh, Gale. Sure, Buddy Spiker.
1: Absolutely, that was Buddy, and Buddy played Buddy's uh, uh, another. Uh, Legend, if you want to have your, your listeners google Buddy, it's S P I C H E R, Buddy Spiker. He's played with everybody. He was actually on the road with Crystal Tail, too. And he's one of Woody Paul's idols. I mean, uh, Woody Paul told me so much about Buddy, and the first time that I did a session with Buddy's got to be 30 years ago. And uh, it was just incredible. also, I did a cut. This is incredible. Michael Connor did an album called I think Heroes and Friends long ago and so he called me up to play on it and i was on the cut uh and buddy Spiker and mark were playing double stops so there were four uh notes being played a four note chord two by Mark, two by buddy and uh, it was marvelous it was fantastic buddy is, is still with us he's a great player i don't know how much he's playing now but in uh, his son's play i mean he's just so musical his wife was on the road uh, and Buddy's got to be oh god! If Woody and I are in our seventies. Buddy's got to be probably close to eighty or maybe a little bit
0: older, but in great health and what a great great player! Wow, well that's that's great. I know when I when I saw that uh, song shared on uh, Facebook the other day, that was a song I had never heard, and I thought I got to listen to this, and I couldn't uh, couldn't believe how just. The sound of that was just great, and uh, you know, with with the band and uh, Crystal singing it, uh, it was just a, yeah. gr- a great combination right there. And I know we played it uh, here last week. And Chubby looked over and he says, "He says, son, you got to find out who that fiddle player was." Chebby <laughs> Chubby really <laughs> likes that fiddle player. And uh, I'm going to turn you over here to uh, the steel guitar hall of famer here, uh, Chubby oh, Howard. How, hey, doing, Chubby, how, how are you doing, Joy?
1: I'm doing great. Chubby, how are you doing?
2: I've never met you, but I want to.
1: I wanna meet you too. I'm gonna to come later so I can I can see you in in person and see Tyler again. But you, you know what, Chubby? You know you know buddy Spiker, don't you? Oh, I recorded with him. There you go, yeah. yeah yes. you know what I'm saying is true. He he's he's, just he's incredible. He's on
2: my album. He did jealous heart with me as an instrumental. Oh
1: beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, he is
2: absolutely some fiddle player. I I, oh, I followed him for a long time. He came out of Pennsylvania. Yes, right. That's right. And and I I, I know a Buddy Spiker from day one. Oh God! He's That's fantastic. Incredible.
1: It's what he is. Amazing. He's just amazing. His mind his mind is so uh, musical and and so abstract. Sometimes you know he'll play a thing and he'll do over the. My fiddle parts on it and the chorus are just so lush and so beautiful and oh, God, oh. that's great yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah
2: you're right joey uh of course yes, the writers in the sky started with this the trio now yeah,
1: that's back when they were good how, how long uh,
2: how long you've been with them now you joined them a little later down the line how long you've been with them now quite a spell
1: i started with the writers. Our uh, first recording session was May the 10th, no, maybe 8th of, I'm sorry, May the 3rd of 1988. Yes, that's what it was. May the 3rd of 1988. It was a long time. That's uh, what that's 13 years ago already.
2: Wow. And as they long say, time. you fit them like a glove, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, in life, long. your life, uh, I've followed a fella that had a great accordion player. Spade Cooley. Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I
2: I, absolutely. I never knew his real name, but I think they called him uh, Pedro or something like that. I
1: don't know his name, but he was one of the great
2: ones. Absolutely. Boy, he was right. good. And then you Chubby got to work with a... Well, he, he was a pretty good uh, accordion player. Uh, Pee-wee King and Red Star. Oh, yeah. I got, to sure, pick, I, I got to do two shows with them. They came up in uh, Hamilton, Ohio and uh, I joined and played with him and Red Stewart and their wives yeah. at that time was the Collins really? sisters
1: Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure,
2: yeah Yeah, so I got to work with them a couple of times, shows and and uh, well and then I got to work of course with Tyler's great, great grandfather
1: Yeah, on I the love Accardin. those pictures, Chubby oh, I love those old pictures
2: and, and, of course, you play the piano, too, and so did uh, uh, his grandfather. He was a good sure. piano player. Sure,
1: sure. I love to see that old accordion, you know, that Tyler plays, that Imperial. It's one that his granddad
0: had.
1: What <laughs> Yeah. History, what history,
0: huh? When uh, when we get together out there at Yardix this year, I'll bring that Imperial out there.
1: Oh, do, please, Tyler, yeah,
0: please. I sure will. Yeah. I'll bring it out there. And Two Slim and I were just talking this morning. We were talking about how his bass was the house bass on the Hayride and at WLW, and then how how Randy played. Uh, he was, you know, in the Hayriders house band. Sure. And how 70, sure. how, isn't it crazy how 70 years ago, those two instruments, you know, on the same television yeah. show and the same yeah. band, this many years later and so many miles apart that uh, rediscovered, you know, and, uh, it's really it's,
1: it's really amazing how many things are connected, you know, when you think
0: about it. Just things you wouldn't think, but but amazingly, so. It is. Uh, the Musicians Network is just unbelievable, uh, especially here at uh, Real Roots Radio, because all the people at Chubby knows. You know, you, you mentioned to somebody that's been in the business, you know, like yourself, that's been in the business for all this time. You say, hey, uh, do you know Chubby Howard? And they say, Chubby Howard? Well, we know who that guy is. You betcha. You betcha, absolutely. Well, absolutely. Joey, Joey, we've sure appreciated your time in here uh, on uh, the show today. One more quick question here before uh, we sure. sa- before we sign off. I know uh, uh, getting to spend a lot of time up there at the house, like you have been. Uh, how's your little <laughs> How's your little grandson doing? Uh, you know,
1: that's one of the, the one of the saddest things that happened because of the social distancing. Yeah. You know, I think I've hugged him. Them- one time, and then my my daughter. Well, don't forget my wife is a registered nurse too. She's she's retired, but I've got her, and I've got my daughter, who's a nurse practitioner, and I've got to sneak a hug <laughs> with, with, with little Joey because you know that social distancing thing is, and it breaks my heart because he sees me and he puts his hands up like he wants me to pick him up. Yeah, he's the he's the joy of my life. Uh, it's just unbelievable, just just great, but. It,
0: what a great kid! What a great kid! He's he's showing. I I, I see all of uh, Katie's posts there on the computer, yeah. and and he's showing signs of that musical uh, ability and musical talent. So <laughs> I, I, I can I can I can't wait till the day I see him uh, pick up a, an accordion and start jamming with you. That's gonna. Just I'll tell be you great. what I need. I
1: need somebody in the family to play steel guitar. I got to get Chubby to give him some lessons on steel
0: when he gets older. I tell you what. Uh, I've been trying to get Chubby to give me some lessons on steel guitar too. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have to have a oh, okay. have to have a group practice session.
1: You're right. You're right.
0: All right, Joe. Uh, well, Tyler and Chubby, what a
1: pleasure! It's great. I love what you guys do. I love who you are, and uh, just keep on doing it. Just keep on playing that great
0: music. It's it's wonderful. Well, thank you, sir. Like I've said before, uh you're a hero of mine and an, and an idol of mine, and uh, I've looked up to you for a long time, and just uh, proud to uh call you a friend and uh proud to know you and glad to have and you I here. glad to have you here on the airwaves and because uh, it's uh, it's your words of encouragement uh that have uh led me to where i am here today uh,
1: you're doing such a great job tyler and you know you've got a great mentor right next to you
0: i sure do well, thank you sir and i'm looking forward to talking to you again soon
1: meet you tyler how do you take uh, it easy It's Joey Miskewin from Nashville, Tennessee, WBZI, WEDI, and WKFI. The eyes have it, playing the best in real deal, real roots music.